Good morning, everyone, and a very warm welcome to Hillhead at the Grosvenor. Our service this morning will be led by our Minister Katrina, along with the staff and children of the Sunday School and the young people of our Bible class. And they will be telling us again the story of the birth of Jesus. Please stay if you can and have some tea or coffee at the end of this service. Uh, just a wee reminder for the specification group that there will be a short meeting after this service in the Kelvin Suite. I also have uh, today copies of the new church directory with the updated details of everyone here. If I haven't already given you a copy this morning, please make sure you get one from me before you leave. Then at 7pm, our evening service will be in Kelvin Side Hill Head Church, and that service will be led by Rebecca Gebauer. Family news. Um, in the wider family, uh, you'll remember Gavin Merrifield, who worshipped with us while he was studying um, here in Glasgow and working as a research assistant. Um, we've had word this week that he and his wife Joy are expecting their first baby. So um, we are delighted to hear that news. Uh, they are now based down in Manchester, uh, but keep in touch with us. Then, as I mentioned last week, once again, we are organising a Christmas Day lunch, which will be held in the hall of Kelvin Sidehill Head Church at 1pm on Christmas Day. You will be very welcome either as a guest or as a helper to prepare and serve that lunch. And thank you to those of you who have already made donations towards the cost of that lunch and also for Christmas gifts for the girls being cared for by Elpis. Um, we are very grateful, and if anyone still has a donation they'd like to make, just hand it to Grace or myself. Any time now would be great. Uh, next Sunday at 11am will be our annual carol service here in the hotel, and please note that there is no evening service next week. These are all our notices. Thank you, Anne. It's great to be here together, and I would like to add my thanks to those of Anne, to our Sunday School and Bible class, who've done a lot of work behind the scenes to make today happen. We're going to listen to some words from the prophet Isaiah, chapter 35. Um, we've been sitting with Isaiah quite a lot this, this Advent, and these are some of the nicer words that Isaiah has to say. The wilderness and the dry land shall be glad. The desert shall rejoice and blossom. Like the crocus, it shall blossom abundantly and rejoice with joy and singing. Strengthen the weak hands and make firm the feeble knees. Say to those who are fearful of heart, be strong, do not fear. Here is your God. Then the eyes of the blind shall be opened and the ears of the deaf unstopped. Then the lame shall leap like a deer, and the tongue of speechless sing for joy. So we're going to light our third Advent candle, and this week it's Bonnie and her family who are going to do that for us. As before, there are some words that will appear on the screen, also on your sheet, um, which kind of top and tail that. Um, if you want to perhaps use that microphone, and we're on the pink candle today because it's Rejoice Sunday. We need some joy this week, so we're having a nice pink candle. With those who are poor, we believe in life before death. 
With those who have nowhere to lay their head, we believe in life before death. With those who cannot rely on governments or the world community to help them, we believe in life before death. The Gospel of Luke tells us, John went through the region preaching, turn away from your sins and be baptised. In many different ways, John preached the good news to people and urged them to change their ways. We light the third candle on our Advent ring to remember John the Baptist, who told the people that Jesus was coming. He said we should make the world a fairer place for poor people who don't have enough food to eat and are badly treated by people with more power. Life is still unfair for lots of people and it doesn't help if we think that nothing can ever change. Yet we light our candle because we refuse to give up hope and that hope is stronger than anything in the world. In our watching and our waiting, come Lord Jesus. In our hopes and in our fears, come Lord Jesus. In our homes and in our world, come Lord Jesus.
And so as we gather, we're going to pray. And as usual, we will join together in the Lord's Prayer after I've led us in prayer. And please do say that in the language, the version that just feels the most normal and natural for you. So let's pray together. Gaudete in Dominum Semper. Rejoice in the Lord always. Joy-giving God, on this Gaudete Sunday, when we have lit our pink candle of joy, it is good to be together to worship you. Some of us are excited at the thought of sharing once again the wonderful story of Jesus' birth. Some of us are nervous, anxious, or even frightened in case we somehow mess it up. All of us are expecting to sing some familiar songs and to feel something of the warmth of your love. So be with us, those who are itching to begin and those who are feeling shy. Those who think they know the story inside out and back to front and those for whom it is still new and still wonderful. Help us to set aside all cynicism, bitterness or world weariness and to allow ourselves to enjoy. To be filled again with joy that bubbles up like shaken lemonade or champagne. And to wonder again at the mystery of our God who comes to us not in power and might, but as a peasant baby born in a borrowed room. And as we prepare to do so, we join our hearts, our minds and our voices as we say the familiar words the grown-up Jesus taught his followers when they asked him how to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Today we have lined up a Christmassy treat. Traditional nativities are always sweet. But ours is quite novel, we'll tell it in rhyme, while some of us will act it in mime. So join with us first as we start to sing, to welcome in Jesus, the King of all kings.
Let's start with the moment in Luke, chapter 2, which tells us what Caesar decided to do. He gathered together the soldiers of Rome and made a decree to send people home. The soldiers unfolded a long legal scroll dictated by Caesar, the man in control. These are the words that the soldiers then read, the words that the emperor, Caesar, has said. to register each at his own original birthplace of you go home. <coughs> the one man called Joseph, this man was a gem. He needed to travel to Bethlehem. He went with his wife, who was gentle and mild, but heavenly laden as she was with child. Through terrible timing they had to endeavour to travel to Bethlehem, both together. So Mary and Joseph, can you start to walk? And if you don't mind, I'll continue to talk. I'll rewind a bit as they're walking to town. I'll tell of the day when an angel came down and mentioned to Mary, an unmarried lady, that she was expecting God's very own baby. Of course she was worried, as you'd expect. Let's face it, her marriage plans could have been wrecked. But thankfully Joseph was spoken to too. So instead of creating a hullabaloo, he stood by young Mary, knowing that she'd been chosen by God. She was special indeed. Amazing, imagine, what would you have done if you'd been selected to raise God's own son? Anyway, back to the story in hand, where Mary and Joseph had reached his homeland, and Mary was worried, expecting that soon. The baby would come without even a bedroom. So quickly, her husband attempted to find a place they could rest so that she'd have peace of mind. They travelled so far, it was such a long way, they desperately needed a place to stay. So J Joseph knocked on the first door he found, it opened a jar and a head popped round. The innkeeper listened while Joseph said, Do you have a room and a lovely warm bed? I'm sorry but no, you'll have to go. Mary and Joseph tried again and again and knocked on every door in the lane. The innkeeper heard them and came to the door and Joseph repeated what he'd asked before. Please, please sir, we have to find somewhere to stay. Anyway, please sir, we really don't mind. There has to be some, something you can find. The innkeeper thought, then pointed and said, I suppose you could sleep in the cattle shed. So Mary and Joseph walked over that way and finally settled to rest in the hay. And just in time too, for the very next morn, an amazing thing happened. Yes, Jesus was born. Holding him closely, a safe in her hands, she wrapped him up warmly in swaddling hands and then laid him to sleep in a manger bed where usually all the animals are fed. <coughs>
Now up in the hills one fabulous night, some shepherd looked up and saw a bright light. The shepherds were frightened. What could it be? No one could tell. It was too bright to see. They huddled together like frightened lambs and shielded their eyes with shaking hands. Then up in the sky, way overhead, all of a sudden, an angel said, Do not be afraid. I bring news of great joy. Your saviour has been born as a baby boy. You'll find him in Bethlehem, laid in a bed, in all places, in a stable shed. After recovering from such a shock, the shepherds decided to leave their flock and travel to where the angel had said the Son of God would be laid in his bed. So off they all went with a baby lamb as a gift for the Saviour, the Son of Man. So off you go, shepherds, set off on your way to go to the place where the baby lay. Can one of you take the lamb in your wing? Your journey's quite long. In the meantime, we'll sing. were able to visit Christ Jesus asleep in the stable. They knocked on the door and then opened it wide and saw baby Jesus asleep inside. They knelt at his feet and one of them said, There says the baby Jesus in his bed. <laughs> a little while later, a really bright star led wise men to follow it, travelling far. They'd read in the scriptures that Jesus would come, and they knew that this beautiful star was the one. 
It led them to Bethlehem, where, Matthew says, it's in chapter 2, now this part will amaze. The, the star stopped right over the place, it's verse 9, where mother and child were both at the time. So finally, up in the starlit sky, the star from the east came to rest way up high, leading the wise people to where Jesus lay, the place where he slept in a manger of hay. They knocked on the door and then Joseph arose to open it up for them, I suppose. She pointed to Jesus. They all wanted to see. Then they each took their turn to get down on one knee. The three of them knelt at the manger bed and breaking from the mould, they laid gifts of myrrh, frankincense and gold. So that's how the story of Christmas began. When God came to earth as the saviour of man, we celebrate Christmas and all do our part, but does it really affect how we feel in our heart? Do we acknowledge what God did for us, or do we get lost in the Christmas buzz? It's good to enjoy all the presents and fun, but at the same time, when all is said and done, for every gift given, there must be a giver. We all need to think of what we can do to deliver. So what could we do, what part could we play to brighten up someone's Christmas or just someone's day? Please think about it. Let's all play our part to give what we can and warm someone's heart. No money is needed, just thoughts that are kind and gentle, which lovingly bring peace of mind. Then just as the angels brought news of birth, we too can bring pleasure and joy to earth. Thank you so much for telling us that story in rhyme. 
and reminding us of the greatest story ever told, the story that changed the whole of history and the story that gives us hope in our own time. We're going to do our prayers now for each other and for other people, but we're going to do them a bit differently today. Hopefully, when you came in, on your seat you found some paper chain strips and a felt-tip pen. If um, your paper chains have gone missing or you've already drawn on them or made something with them, then that's totally fine. I have lots of spares at the front. But what I would like us to do is to use these three strips of paper chain for three prayers, and then we will join them together to make a big chain of prayers that will hopefully go all around the room. It might be a bit of a funny shape. It usually is a bit of a funny shape, but that doesn't matter. First of all, I would like you to draw or write or symbolise in some way a prayer for yourself this Christmas, something that you would like God to bless you with this Christmas. So if anybody's short of strips, um, we'll have plenty more at the front. And then on another one, I want you to think of one person that you or one family that you would like to pray for this Christmas, to ask God to bless them in a special way and to, to put that on your chain in some way, a picture, a symbol, initials, whatever works for you. And then on the very last one, I would like you to make your prayer for our country, our Union of Nations, our European Union, our world. Whatever you feel in that model of the creation of which we are part, what would you like to pray? It could be for a specific place, a specific part of the world, or it could be for the world in general. So hopefully, if this works, um, you'll find on one end of your, the white side of your thing, there's a little bit that you can lick, and you can make a circle, something like that. And then you can thread one of your other ones through, and do the same. And then you can thread the third one through, but don't lick it. Not yet. So you should have something that looks a bit like that. Different colours. If it's gone a bit wonky, it doesn't matter. If you've done it slightly differently from what I've done, please don't worry. But hopefully, we've got the beginnings of a beautiful paper chain of our prayers. And then here comes the interesting bit where we have to kind of work together. And along the lines... This is why we didn't lick the third one yet. We need to be able to thread it through somebody else's. I'm going to come and thread it through Yang Yang's over here. Oh, you haven't, okay, you haven't quite got there yet. That's all right. That's all right. So I'm going to thread one of mine through Yang Yang's. Find the right end. That would help, wouldn't it? And stick it. 
and then we will have three together, and then she can join hers to Paul, Paul can join to Brian, or to Grace, it doesn't quite matter the order, as long as we all get them joined up together, all the way around the front, and around the back, and hopefully the people at, um, Paul at this end, if you don't do all your three, then you can join on to the front, and maybe Beth, if you don't join all your three, you'll be able to join up when it comes around, and we can make, hopefully, one big chain that goes all the way around the room. Okie dokie, how are we doing? Definitely testing my eyesight doing this. Right, so are we okay? can we join round to you? And we maybe have to get three together, that's all right. Fantastic, yep. Okay, perhaps some of the children would like to come and help us to hold up the chains. And we can spread it out round the middle of the, the space. So there we are. We, these are all our prayers. Our prayers for ourselves. Thanks, Bonnie. <coughs> we could just do with one extra person, really. That's made all the difference. Thank you. So prayers for ourselves, prayers for people we know, and prayers for our world. So what we're going to do in a minute, we're going to moment, we're going to hold it up as high as we can, and I want everybody to shout as loud as they can, Amen. Okay? One, two, three. Amen. Amen. Thank you. And we'll pop this at the front now, shall we? So these are our prayers expressed in our beautiful, colourful... Woohoo! That's it. We'll just leave it. We'll just pop it here, shall we? Maybe pop it on the floor. Brilliant. Thank you, everybody. Baby boy, boy, 
Bethlehem, 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 children go, I will send you. How will you send me? Oh, I will send you six by six. Six for the stars that shone in the sky, five for the snow that lay on the ground, four for the oxen that stood in the stall, three for the good old wise men, two for Joseph and Mary, one for the little pity, baby boy, boy, born in Bethlehem, Bethlehem, Bethlehem.
Just before the blessing, thank you everybody for making this, as always, such a special service. I know some of our students will be going away at the weekend and Yang Yang has brought us some chocolates. So um, look out for those when you go for your coffee. As we leave this place to return to the everyday, may the wide-eyed wonder of toddlers and the eager enthusiasm of children be ours once more so that we may indeed be full of unquenchable joy this Advent season and always. Thank you.